You're listening to Grace for the Grind, brought to you by CLB North American Mission. We're here to encourage and equip you through the ups and downs of life and ministry, because each of us needs some grace for the grind. Hello and welcome into Grace for the Grind. I'm Mike Natal. I'm Ryan Nilsson. And we are here joined with some individuals from Tuscarora, some of which you have already heard because they were a part of our podcast for a season. And so we're here with Lindsay Rosado and Sarah Pencil and Pete Foss. And we are doing a series through introducing you to a number of camps that we have in our denomination. And so we're here actually at Tuscarora recording during the weekend of Senior High Winter Weekend. And we are super happy to have you guys join us. So welcome in. Welcome. Thanks for having us. So right out of the gate, we want to have a fun little icebreaker question for you guys. We have seen you guys work super hard over this entire weekend. Every time we're here, you guys are running around, doing a great job, making sure that everybody is cared for and served. And I want to know what you guys do for leisure activities, things that you do in order to relax and find rest. I can start. I'm just like a lover of stories. So I would say that my biggest leisure time activity is enjoying stories in one form or another. So it's either watching television, reading books, specifically science fiction and fantasy stuff. But I just like watching stories come together. I have a complete inability to relax. Uh, (laughs) But when I try really hard, I enjoy reading and I get made fun of because frequently if I have a day off, I'll come back and everyone will say, what did you do? And well, I organized my closets. I got my drawers cleaned out and I get made fun of a lot. But I have a very organized home. Pete, how are you going to follow that one up, Pete? Well, <clears throat> you know, I had to give up hand gliding and <laughs> and walking old ladies across the street safely. That's usually how. But no, around here, there's so many different things you can do. But one of the things I enjoy doing around here is golfing. That's kind of like what I enjoy doing. But, you know, as you get married and you have kids, you just you don't find too much time to do that much anymore. But that is something I do like to to engage in every so often. So Awesome. Can you tell us a little bit about how did Tuscarora get started? So it's actually a really great time to tell the story of how Tuscarora got started because this past year we were celebrating our 50th anniversary and it was kind of a vision of a small group of people in 1972 who were looking for a place for the Church of the Lutheran Brethren to have their Bible camps. So originally it was very much a spot for LB churches in the eastern region to come and and get away from things and hold their summer camps. I mean, obviously, Tuscarora has really grown from that point, but that was the initial vision, and it was just a small group of really dedicated, visionary people who were able to make that happen. So how does the camp contribute to God's mission? God's mission is a pretty, that's a big thing. We find that, you know, summed up pretty much in the Great Commission, right? Like, go and make disciples of all nations. But I think one of the things here is we really try to partner with the churches in providing an atmosphere, a facility, a place where outside of the confines of their church walls there or their neighborhood or whatever, they can come and and get away from that. And we provide them a place where they can just, you know, meet the Lord in a very unique area. I mean, we're in the Pocono Mountains, you know, it's just, it's so beautiful. It's picturesque. and, And it's just this place where people can kind of decompress, right? So 
So I think the way Tuscarora does that well is that we provide them a place where they can come, not have to worry about their meals, not have to worry about all the things that, you know, requiring setup. Um, we help them with all of that. And we, we also provide programs and programming. And uh, Sarah is a big part of that place so they can come. They can continue the worship and they can continue teaching churches and parachurch organizations, not just churches alone. But So it's just a place where they can come, they can meet the Lord in a very unique place in a very special way. So that's really how I see how Tuscarora helps that. I don't know if the girls want to expand on that a little bit even. Jumping on to what Pete said, we say we want to provide a place where we can take away all the distractions and people can come and sit at the feet of God and be just restored and renewed. And yes, when they go back to their real life, when they leave Tuscarora, you know, they go back to all the different things. But for a period of time, it is just a place where it's a little slice of heaven on earth as as best as we can create it. We'll take care of all of the nitty gritty so they can just sit and hear from God. That's great. There is something special about getting away as a group to a place like this. God works in our lives and bonds us together in a unique way when we do that. Can you tell us what are, what are some of the exciting retreats that you guys have planned for this summer? So we always have something. We're always planning something here at Tuscarora. So in the summer, our big month is July. We have a lot of outside groups. You know, we do our own programming and planning, but we also have outside groups, like you just mentioned, Ryan, like to come here as a group. And so June and August are filled with a lot of churches that want to come and do their retreats as their church retreats, their family retreats. And then in July, Tuscarora, we're gearing up and we are excited. Our first week is always junior week, which is for those who have finished second through sixth grade. We have an overnight camp or we have a day camp option for some of the younger campers. And then we have the second week is leisure week one, which is our family camp week. And then the fourth week of July is leisure week two. And there are different speakers and worship teams, but the content of the weeks are the same and that we just have two to allow flexibility for what fits a a family schedule we have a number of people who will come and almost have a a family reunion here at camp because again we take care of the food we take care of the the housekeeping we take care of all of that and they can come and just have fun and build those relationships especially if they don't live near each other and they can be together and the third week of july is teen week which is for finished seventh grade through finished 11th grade and that is just a great week away at camp for teenagers and Again, a a number of listeners to the podcast, a number of us in this room right now have all been junior week or teen week campers or or counselors. And so it's a huge part of of Tuscarora's ministry is is the ministry to the youth. And then other times of the year, we have a men's retreat in the fall. We have two women's retreats. One, we co-sponsor with the Church of the Lutheran Brethren Women's Ministries in, in usually early November. And then we have a spring women's retreat in March. We have our big Christmas weekend event with different artists each year and a marketplace where you can come and do some last-minute Christmas shopping. And we also have a couples retreat in March. We have a mother-daughter retreat. We try to have a little something for everyone. And then we do have a winter youth retreat called Tundra where we invite churches here. And it was a balmy 55 and sunny during (laughs) Tundra this year. So I'm hoping for a little snow next year. That's great. We're here uh, because we're doing a senior high winter weekend. And I'm here with the youth group from my church. But being here, I'm just reminded that probably my most poignant spiritual moment in my walk with the Lord happened here at Junior Week, where I experienced a conviction of my sin and received assurance of salvation for the first time. That was here. And some of the people who ran that are still here serving. 
some on staff, a bunch in volunteer roles. It just kind of blows my mind, just the generational ministry that's going on here. Yeah, and something that's neat, I mean, I accepted Jesus at Tuscarora as part of Junior Week. Mm -hmm. Lindsay accepted Jesus at Teen Week. And so there's a lot of people on staff who that's their story, that Tuscarora played a part in their formative years and they've come back in some way, shape, or form to, to serve in some capacity, whether it's through employment or through something else. But that mm-hmm. is so cool to see how God just yeah. keeps us all together, you know. Yeah, and I think it's interesting that, you know, what we do on the day-to-day is, like, we make food, we serve food, we clean rooms, we, we do to-do tasks, and that's not really the ministry that's happening here. God's coming in the midst of that and doing this incredible work in people's lives where we're just doing like nuts and bolts type things. And I think it's, it's an amazing thing to watch and it's an, an amazing thing to be a part of. And what you guys offer here is the reason why people can get as close as they do because, you know, serving food, one less thing to worry about. Being there and making sure that the rooms are clean, one less thing for them to have to worry about so that they can come here and fully immerse themselves in exactly what is going on here, which is to hear the Word of God proclaimed and to enjoy themselves while they're here. Let their guard down, be honest with themselves, be honest with the Lord. And so, like you guys talked about, Tuscarora having a huge impact on your young life. It had me too. I worked on summer staff for six years, and it was one of the major things that showed me that the community of God was uh, something I really wanted to be involved in, and it's one of the reasons why I was propelled into ministry. And I think that that's one of, one of, but there's multiple, but that's one of the unique things about Tuscarora is its summer staff. So my next question for you guys is, what is something that's very unique about Tuscarora that goes on here? What are some of the unique opportunities that people have here? Well, thank you for setting that up in that regard. That was really good. Uh, summer staff, I came on board like as a basically a pot washer and Back in 1986, served on staff for a number of years, you know, varied throughout uh, maybe seven years, seven summers. And each one of those had its unique relationships and friendships forged, you know, and a lot of those relationships we still have and we still, they still come back. We just kind of pick up where we left off a lot of times. It's just, it's that unique and that special. So I think there is that, that unique piece comes in the form for me through relationships, the things that they just are enduring and they last. And, and I think you kind of do it when, when you're here at, on summer staff, you're kind of thrown in the, you know, it's in the trenches, man. You're with these folks, these kids like day in, day out, just, you know, pouring like long days and a lot of energy and a lot of work. And, but, you know, you're going out after in the evening time, you're, you're playing hard too. So it's like, it's, it's all that. And then you have the large and small group Bible studies that really kind of help with kind of putting some, um, some more understanding on your faith walk and, and such like that, growing you spiritually, and then the daily devotions too. I know that there was a, a friend of mine that said, you know, their devotion life was just non-existent before coming up here, and then that summer staff habit, discipline every day of just getting before the Lord before your workday, coming together as a group to do that, that's special. That's something that we really love to hear. So anyway, summer staff for me is a, is a big deal. And then now counseling coming back as a counselor too and just seeing how young people come up you know maybe they never had a job before and and you're introducing them to a work ethic and all these things you know it's special it's really unique one thing that we always joke about is once you make a friend at Tuscarora 
choose wisely, they're going to be your friend for life. Mm-hmm. Like Lindsay and I <laughs> met 15 years ago, yeah, a long lot. time ago. You, I just have other friends that I, I met through junior week counseling or attending junior week or teen week who sometimes we only see each other in the summer here at Tuscarora. Other, you know, you keep in touch on social media, but they've gone on to different things. Uh, pastors, uh, Christian Anderson, uh, he and I met at junior week and he's planting the church in Boston. And so there's just exciting things. But we always joke about choosing your friends wisely when you're at Tuscarora because mm-hmm. you're stuck with them. Yeah. And then what makes Tuscarora unique? I, I do think, again, having grown up in this area, it's still special to me. But, it, but I think something that people tell us they like is when they're coming from a more heavily populated area and they're coming to Mount Bethel, Pennsylvania, which is a lot of cornfields and cows, but they're getting away from it all. And they're coming to our little piece of property that's along the beautiful Delaware River. River's beautiful all four seasons of the year. And that that is an attractive they love just to sit in the benches along the river and just watch or go down and sit on the dock and do devotions and that people just I don't know something about water and if people just yeah. feel they feel close to God or it's just a, it's quiet you might hear the birds singing the crickets chirping on an August evening like there's different things but that something that I think n- not that other camps and conference centers don't have water <laughs> that doesn't make us that unique but and mountains where the sunrise like comes up over I mean you just can't beat that I mean that that's a really yeah this weekend one of the things that stopped me so I went in and I did room wraps which is just like a little small group time after the session with the kids from Mount Bethel yesterday and as I walked out of the hillside it was like 12 10 at night and I just looked up and the stars were amazing and like living in Rhode Island, you kind of got that like haziness that you can't really see. And so this clear night, I just kind of stood there and I was like, this is once again, one of those things that makes Tuscarora a place where you can just relax and marvel in God's creation, which is great. I think something too that a lot of people might not realize, because I think especially for people who come to Tuscarora for Leisure Week, Teen Week, or from one of our planned programs, is that Tuscarora does a little bit of everything, which is different from other camps and conference centers. Like we, there are a lot of great camps, there are a lot of great conference centers. Tuscarora tries to do a little bit of both, and when those groups are here, I think we're serving them appropriately. So kids who come here are very much like, this is camp, this is my camp, this is where I go. And then at Christmas time, we're serving a multi-course banquet, and we have a big concert in the auditorium. And then when we have women here, we're doing little brunches, and everything's done up a little bit nicer. And I think we're very adaptable, and I think we're unique in that way to other places. What's something most people don't know about what goes into running a camp and conference center like Tuscarora? The exorbitant amount of communication that happens on the run-up to a group coming or to a a retreat and conference center, it is a lot of communication back and forth from the groups to us, inter-office communications, departmental. I mean, that is a... uh, that's a large job that it's just, and it's fluid. It happens like it's, uh, you know, numbers sometimes change, things change, meal plans change, but the planning behind the scenes, I know Sarah's a huge part of that. Lindsay's a huge part of that, but that to me is something, and maybe you guys can expand on that a bit, but that's definitely something I would think. That's a great answer, Pete, because what I was going to say, <laughs> how sweaty you get in July 
and then you run up on stage and you have to like pretend you just didn't sprint across campus because you had to run back to the office to get something and you get up on stage and you're like, ah, good evening, ah, and you're sweating. And yeah, so I was going to say the sheer amount that... And yeah, the how, reason I didn't hot. say sweat is because I basically do that all year round. So that's the way I am. I also think, too, it's been interesting over the last couple of years because we've really had to do a little bit of everything. And I think prior to coming on staff here or even just like prior to 2020, I don't think I really had any idea exactly how hard the housekeeping job is and how little I enjoy doing that. But it's tough work to and how get important all things it is. ready. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, yeah it's crucial. Yeah. What do you guys dream about or vision cast for the future of your camp? At the 50th anniversary celebration last July, at the very end of, I'll say the, the formal ceremony piece of it, some kids, not random children, kids that were here and were asked to, they came up on stage and they sang a song, of which I don't recall mm -hmm. which song they sang, but in looking at them while I was sitting up in the balcony in the auditorium, I was like, holy cow, 50 years from now, I may not be here. They're going to be planning the 100 year, you know, heck, even the 75th. But they are, it, like, it hit me like a ton of bricks that, like, those 20, 30 kids on stage right now, I mean, they're all dressed, like, half of them are in their swimsuits. They don't match. <laughs> they're sunblock smeared on the face, yeah. like, one crock on, one, you know, one barefoot. <laughs> yeah. But isn't that the picture of summer youth, you know, childhood, and just a fun, you, you know they had a good day playing at Tuscarora where they feel safe and loved, and that they are the future. They truly will be, you know, I'm around for, I don't know, a couple more decades, who knows, and, um, but they're the ones who are going to be, I, I'm going to be the old person they're interviewing for the video of the show, <laughs> and you know, and <laughs> then talking about my time at Tuscarora, but they're going to be the ones that, like, we're passing the ministry onto, we're passing, you know, and I think that's exciting. And so it makes you really want to, well, Lindsay said, you know, we do a little bit of everything. We cater to all different types of groups. We try to have programming for everybody, but man, it really made you realize how much you want to pour into the kids mm -hmm. and just help them in this crazy world. Throughout preparing for that weekend, we had the incredible privilege of sitting down and talking to people who were here for the founding of the ministry. So children of board members or people who remember coming and seeing the grounds for the first time and remember the initial events of the launch of the ministry. And one of the questions we asked them as we were wrapping up our time with them was, do you think that the people who were here 50 years ago could have imagined where Tuscarora is today? And everybody said no. Like it was absolutely not. Nobody had a vision for this. Nobody saw where Tuscarora was going. Uh, nobody saw what God wanted to do through this place. And I think it's cool to think about in the next 50 years that we're going to be somewhere that we couldn't imagine today. And so it's just about making, you know, the right decisions in the moment. It's kind of facing those battles as they come up and doing our best to think about where God wants to take the ministry, but also accepting that he's probably got a much bigger plan than we do or could even imagine is going to happen. Yeah. And Outside of dreaming about a, you know, staff-only hot tub and sauna, <laughs> which would be amazing. But I do think of that also in, in response to, uh, to some of the things. Some dreams for the next generation are now realized in some of the plans that we're making for the future. Those are coming up rather quickly, and I'm excited about some of the initiatives we have coming forward. Going with that, with the staffing, and also some of the you know, things that we'll be doing in the short term 
that I do believe is a plan to an appeal to our younger generation, our college age kids, that kind of thing. I think we really have a group of passionate young people that want to be a part of something. Where's God working? Where is he now? Understand and know where that is happening and plug yourself into that. And it really uh, can be a powerful thing and a powerful movement where I think, you know, the flow of things here at Tuscore is like everybody comes here, right? Everybody comes here. Everybody's coming here because they want to train their people to go out, right? When they go back home, they want to go out into their communities. They want to reach people in their communities for the Lord, you know? But I think, wouldn't it be such a neat thing? And, and this is talks and real plans going forward now where Tuscarora can now be throwing their hat in the ring for a sending ministry. You know what I mean? Like, how cool is that? Yeah. I know that that's going to be talked about later on. That's just something that I think I dream about a little bit and, and think of, wow, what an impact that can be. You know what I mean? And part of, I think, planning for the future is also looking to the past and making sure that we're equipped to get there. And, you know, we're in a capital campaign right now, and we're looking at these facilities that we have, how we can shore them up for the future. We're doing work on our auditorium, on a lot of our guest spaces, on a lot of our recreational areas that we have. And I think, so part of looking for the future is making sure that we're taking care of what God has already given us in the past. But no hot tub. But no hot tub today. <laughs> he didn't. He hasn't <laughs> given that. <laughs> that no hot tub today. That's it. See, words are always tomorrow. Hope springs eternal. Oh, man. Yep. So as we wrap up here, just a, really quick, where can we find out more information about Tuscarora? So I would love to have everybody who's listening visit Tuscarora.org. That's our website. You'll see all of our opportunities for service, for programs. You'll just see what's going on, what work we're doing. We are also on Facebook and Instagram. Our handle on Instagram is tusk.in, and you'll get to see pictures of the ministry happening. It's a great story we're telling, and I hope everyone will follow along. Awesome. Thanks. And then lastly, how can we as a church be praying for Tuscarora? Perhaps selfishly, I mean, for the employees, like, the past couple of years have been really hard. We've seen not a full turnover of employees, but we've seen, we have a lot of new faces, which is a blessing and an answer to prayer. And God has the people here he needs, but it's hard work. It's mm-hmm. tough work. Like Lindsay said before, you know, housekeeping's no joke, but it's the same for all the, the departments. And so prayer for the employees, because sometimes when you are in the trenches, in the nitty gritty cleaning your, you know, mm-hmm. 45th toilet of the day, boy, you're not thinking about where God might be working in that moment. But just prayer that the, the staff is kept in God's hands and focused on him and understanding why we do what we do. And of course, always for the, the people who come here, God has chosen, you know, who he's going to have here and when and what he wants them to hear or do or experience or be for someone else. And it's so exciting to get to walk alongside of where he's working so often and to to realize what an honor and a privilege that is and to excite those future leaders here you know to excite them and just plant those seeds of ministry purpose now you know like and raise those leaders up and also to going alongside of uh, what, what sarah was saying too like we ask for prayer concerns in our chapel and our in the times that we meet together and we have lives outside this place you know <laughs> like we have needs uh, there are things that you know weigh us down times and and um, some really pressing prayer concerns so yeah praying for our staff is uh that would be a great and need a lot of that so as i think about tuscarora and i'm personally biased due to the impact that it's had on my life i think of how god has met thousands of people through the ministry here at tuscarora 
thousands upon thousands of people have been met by the Lord here, and they have joined in fellowship with other people. They have brought that back into the places that they've lived, and they've shared with excitement how God is working. And what's amazing is that Tuscarora is a location where people can find and receive grace for their grind. I know for me, one of the things that I look forward to more than anything else over the year is in August coming here and being a part of pastor's school. And Tuscarora is gracious enough to open up their campus to the Eastern Region pastors where we can come in with our wives and our families and just relax. And it is incredible. There is a great speaker. There is great things learned. There is laughs exchanged. There are stories told. And there is just an abundance of grace found here at Tuscarora. And so I want to leave you guys with this benediction because when I read it, I instantly thought about Tuscarora. And it's found in Colossians 3, verses 16 and 17. It says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in wisdom, singing, psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, with thanksgiving in your heart to God. And whatever you do in word and deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God the Father. And I have seen the staff emanate and radiate this countless times and I see the people who are impacted by the ministry here at Tuscarora take what they receive here and share it with other people and I think that that is fantastic so guys thank you so much for joining us on Grace for the Grind why don't you guys say your final goodbyes bye everybody bye thanks for having us and we will catch you guys next time